Hello and welcome to the Homeschool Conversations Africa podcast. Here we discuss homeschooling from the African perspective and the unique challenges that come with it. If you're considering homeschooling, we hope to inspire you as you take this bold step. If you're already a homeschooler, we are here to share encouragement for this wonderful journey we are on to educate our children in the best way we can. We are your hosts, Jifa Andam and Harissa Nete Marvel. Let's dive right into today's conversation. Hello, friends. Welcome to today's episode of Homeschool Conversations Africa. We are glad to have you join us. On the show today, we are privileged to have a wonderful couple who successfully homeschooled three kids by God's grace and are on their last one. Um, they're missionaries in Ghana. They've been for the past 14 years. Pastor Frederick is the pastor of the Independent Lighthouse Baptist Church in Tema and Antoinette is his wife. We're glad to have them here today. I'm not going to say much more because I'm going to allow them to tell us more about themselves once we begin this conversation. So thank you again for joining us and let's get right to it. Welcome Pastor Frederick and Antoinette to Homeschool Conversations Africa. Thank you so much for having us. It's a pleasure to be with you. Great. So I suppose before we get into all the many questions I have for you today, uh, we'd like to hear a bit about you, your family, your background, how long you've been homeschooling, and anything else that you want to tell us about. Your yeah, I'm Antoinette Kearney. I, um, I, I was born and raised in Ghana until I was 13 years old. And I joined my, my parents in New York uh, City uh, when I was 13 years old and um, went to school there, finished junior high school, high school, college, and uh, went ahead in life. And I met my husband, uh, Frederick Kearney, and we got married some 28 years ago. And we wow. started our journey as, uh, as, as parents with... Uh, uh, um, I'm Frederick. Uh, I'm the youngest of 11. I was born in a small, uh, born in a city, Los Angeles, California, reared in a very small rural country town uh, by the name of Paris. Uh, I pretty much uh, went through all the Education. I was. I'm a nurse by training. I'm a registered nurse, and uh, I've been involved in ministry since I was 17 years old. And uh, we had the wonderful privilege of marrying an awesome wife, Antoinette, uh, some 28 years ago. And uh, we've had the wonderful privilege for the last 25 years. I guess 20, uh, 20, 22 of those. Uh, 28 years to homeschool our and uh, it's been an incredible experience and I'll let my wife go ahead and get right into it as we go on. Wow 22 years of homeschooling that sounds like quite the feat. 
Um, <laughs> we thank God for you. And I agree with you, uh, Pastor Frederick, that about the awesome wife part. Yes, I think Antoinette is awesome too. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Thank you. So um, can you tell us how have you always homeschooled? Did you homeschool your kids right from the get-go or were they in school before you pulled them out? And what made you decide to homeschool? Yeah, well, um, having, um, I, after college, I went into teaching schools. Uh, and um, as, a, as a new mom, I started teaching my children or my son, my oldest son, Frederick, in a bathtub. Every time we'll take a, a, a bath, I'll have all the foam alphabets um, in, in the, in the uh in the tub with the water and the soap suds and just started teaching him his phonics. Mm -hmm. I, I, I truly believe that before children are sent off to school, they should learn to read uh, at home first. Yeah. And so we just had fun playing. And in the process of playing, he learned his, the sounds of his alphabet. So we went ahead and bought the Hooked on Phonics program. There were five levels of the Hooked on Phonics program and by the time we knew it, at the age of four and a half, five years old, he had finished the first five levels. Wow. And uh, he was baby number was born. And uh, I decided that it, it will be uh, beneficial that I come home. Um, my husband at that point was a registered nurse, so that income could take care of our mortgage and our basic needs. So I stepped down as a teacher and came home to be uh, with my children to begin to continue the process of homeschooling our oldest son, Frederick. And so at the age of three, we put him on the piano and uh, the teacher would not take him because he was so young. But we dealt with him at home every day and, and taught him uh, through a niece every day, 30 minutes piano. And by the eight time he was five years old, a teacher, uh, a dear teacher that just loved homeschool families, uh, took us under her, took my, Frederick under her wings and started teaching him how to play the piano. So by that time, uh, baby number three was on the way and baby number one was old enough also to follow in, in his uh, brother's footsteps of learning his phonics so that he can enjoy, uh, he can also learn how to read. Wow. Wow. This, wow. This is, this is, this is exciting. This is some good stuff. Now you mentioned that you were a teacher. So I just want us to take a pause there and I would like you to answer this for me because a lot of people who meet me and find out that I homeschool will say, well, are you a trained teacher? So, Antoinette, can you can you speak to that? Um, can you talk to people who are wondering if you need to be trained as a teacher to be a homeschooler? Can you? No, absolutely not. Actually, it may not even be a good idea um, to to have that background because at home the environment is not a school environment, and uh, we're homeschooling not because we want to hear bells ringing and children moving from lockers to their classrooms. 
but we really want to be sensitive to the needs of, of our children and also to be in focus on how they learn. Some children really learn well by just reading some speech doing, and some children learn by both learning and doing. And so um, knowing that our children have different learning uh, styles, uh, we as parents have to really connect with them on the heart level to try to assist them. So in, in, in a teaching uh, setting, in a formal teaching setting, um, it's, it doesn't really play um, well in the, in, in, in the home setting because it's um, the background or the, the training is good, but it's not necessary. Because you're looking at your ch child in a holistic way, uh -huh. you care about their uh, under. You care about teaching them about God. You care about helping them to have good observational skills, good communication skills, good listening skills. Uh -huh. Whereas as a teacher, you may just assign yourself to one subject. Oh, I'm the science teacher, or I'm the math teacher, and that's it. But in, in a homeschool setting. You're looking at the whole person for who he is. And, and character is very, very important in stealing a character in the children. So it's a, it's a you, student, God relationship. You know, you, child, your child okay. with you and God with a relationship. So every time we're, we're sensitive, towards whether they're telling the truth, whether they're being obedient, whether they're being respectful, you know, whether they're able to communicate their heart and their mind. Uh, and, um, and so to me, you know, the, the teacher student relationship is not the same compared to the uh, mother, uh, son or daughter or mother child uh, relationship when it comes to homeschooling. Even though there are times when your, your children need to kind of see you as I need a, I need you to see me as a as a as a teacher as a facilitator as someone that's going to guide you uh, so you know respect me and let's really stay focused and let's really concentrate to get some of this seat work done and yeah. you know yeah. Hmm, and then there are times they see you as mom, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, you know, can you get me a snack? And then so on. Yeah. And they're sending you here. Yes. So you're switching, you're kind of switching between. But what I'm hearing you say is you do not need to be trained as a teacher. Maybe sometimes that can exactly. be an obstacle. Right. I, I really like what Antoinette said here, uh, dearlessness, you know, the, the fact that we should focus on the needs of our children. And who cares yes. about your children more than you, you know? Exactly, so try exactly. To, try to connect with them on the heart level. That's great advice. Thank you. So would yes. you say that that was your reason, your um, or one of the key reasons why you decided to homeschool? We decided uh, to homeschool, you know, I, I looked at my paycheck and I looked at the cost of daycare <laughs> for uh for sending my children in to be cared for by uh, a daycare center. And um, financially, it was more reasonable that if if uh, my husband's income could take care of our needs, then there is no need for me to have to be, uh, you know, putting my children in, in a care of someone else or even in a 
crutch or uh, and, and go to work. So we decided that financially we can, I could come home and he can uh, support, you know, live simple lives, you know, and, and be able to uh, stay home. But there's also a, a biblical uh, reason that you want to answer that. Why we decided to homeschool. As well as uh, the financial aspect, uh, we truly wanted to give our children uh, a biblical worldview and to basically uh, have them espouse what we believe rather than to be taught something contrary uh, to what we believe and then have to uh, defend where we believe, so what we believe. So that was very much uh, a part of our thinking uh, as well. Uh, probably the one of the leading uh, factors in making that decision to homeschool our children. Mm. And isn't that so very important now, especially now for those of us who prof profess to be Christians, mm. That biblical word is so necessary because it seems like the world is fighting against everything that <laughs> we are, you know, we are about and, and trying to do. Um, so yes. moving on, uh, we, we hear a lot from people who homeschool younger children. So far, most of the people that we've talked to have homeschooled younger children, but, um, you, you've graduated, shall I say graduated from homeschool, you've graduated three, three uh, children already. That's, that's quite a, um, a feat. <laughs> and we would like you to tell us about yeah. that. How was it like homeschooling high school? Because I know some people will homeschool maybe through, through elementary or maybe even middle school. And then at that point, they send them off because it's, it's too much or I can't do this. But I believe you guys did it for all three. So can you tell us how you managed that? What, what were things like in your home? Or you're still doing that, I believe, with your daughter, right? Right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we, we had a very interesting way of uh, approaching, I guess, the latter years of their education. A lot of the, the foundational, uh, you know, that, uh, investigative uh, curiosity was already, you know, in place and working quite well. I think what we realized is that they needed to be prepped for taking tests and uh, being able to, you know, uh, handle that aspect of uh, leaving homeschool. And so we need a number of uh, uh, test prep. Our children have all taken the GED, which is the American uh, General Education uh, Diploma. And uh, we basically, you know, uh, bought all the necessary resources for that. And then we used a great deal of uh, uh, advanced prep, uh, material as well. Uh, kind of a, a, to give you an idea what our homeschool day looked like uh. as they got over. Uh, I, I'm not certain if that's uh, 
but basically we had a regiment uh, five thirty in the morning we were up we would do uh, physical exercise and uh, sometimes uh, it may have been uh, would be after we'd walk we may do uh, golf uh, maybe taekwondo maybe uh, tennis but we would have those kinds of things and and then they would have their uh, music time, whether it was piano, French horn, bassoon, whatever the, the instrument that they were playing, uh. would have times that they would practice. And then uh, that would usually be early morning things, early morning activities. And then they would basically uh, spend the rest of the day uh, following the, the, you know, basically the script that mom had laid out for them as far as uh, the things that she wanted them to uh, accomplish. Uh, so that that's kind of how uh, it was in the latter part of uh, the homeschooling process for us. Yeah, as, uh, as they got older, we could set up uh, video lessons um, with a, a music teacher that um, volunteer to teach our children via the internet, okay. um, the piano, uh, their skills. And um, we gave them many leadership opportunities for them to serve. And we helped them with um, household uh, uh, responsibilities uh -huh. where they can prepare a meal on their own um, because um, even now our, our children, because of uh, them not coming home in college there in the U.S., they, they prepare their own meals and eat. We right. also help them develop research skills. If there's a topic that we are studying, we will have them to do a research uh, report we surrounded them a lot with uh, excellent books. Uh, so books, all sorts of books that would develop their critical and analytical uh, skills. And um, the first three became avid readers. And once you become an avid reader, you can read a, a, a story, a historical biography, and uh, learn about World War II because you read um, you know, a story about a, a, a famous person. And so we gave them the G.A. Henty books and they ate those up. So most of the time with no TV in our home, we, we, we have a TV, but it's, it's not for sit and watch, you know, the six o'clock news or whatever. But pretty much we, we don't operate with that uh, media or the, you know, the TV thing. So our children were always, uh, they, they, they got in trouble for being found reading a book or something <laughs> like that. And then uh, the music, the music aspect, we prayed and asked the Lord, you know, help us Lord to not tell them to go to the piano. They should just gravitate to the piano and, and, and just play or whatever <laughs> Without us constantly having to, you know, you know, you know, go to your instrument play. No, they at one point just God just did it that they went. They, they practiced without us being telling them um, to go and practice 
So we had them read a lot, especially when it comes to history, teaching the subject of history. It's best to do it through a story of a, of a real person. And yeah. so they, they, they did a lot of reading. We've also tried to uh, help them to um, use the internet. When we were going to school, you couldn't do much on the internet. Actually, internet is probably 22 years old. Um, but um, it, it's helped us to homeschool them, with, especially with the sciences and learn something about a, a, a principle, a scientific principle that maybe they didn't quite understand in the textbook, but now they can look at a video and um, understand it or look at several videos and kind of get an understanding. So with Fred, with Michael, we had him do uh, a physics course on, on the internet with a teacher that was specifically for home schoolers. For our oldest son, Frederick, we got him the uh, Bob Jones video uh, program um, to help him as well with prepping him for high school. Okay. Yes, and then with, um, with, with the other, with Steven, at one point we just got him the accelerated Christian education curricula that was able to also help prep him for, for high school. Wow. I mean, for college. Wow, for college. For college. That, I've, I've heard so much. I'm trying to take notes here. But um, starting with what Pastor Kearney said, I did hear a lot of discipline and the need for structure, right? Um, yes. Especially yeah. as they get older. And um, the encouragement to to read or to encourage reading in our children as early as possible so that it's, you know, it's not when they're old enough yet. Yeah, that stage that, we, you know, you're going to try to force them to read, that they will love it themselves already. And I, 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 I can say that this is true even in my home. Yeah. It's mostly that you're trying yeah. to peel them away from the book to come and do something else. And that's a wonderful problem to have. We'll have to wrap up here, but we will continue this conversation in our next episode. So do join us then. Thank you for listening to the Homeschool Conversations Africa podcast.